This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. getting back to our Debbie roots. It is college football season, baby. Yes, I am excited. This is Destination Debbie. I am your host, Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. Make sure you follow the show on Instagram, Twitter at Destination Debbie. Check out the YouTube channel. If you're here, if you're listening on YouTube, if you're checking out the content, Hit the subscribe button while you're at it. Leave a comment. Set your alerts. We will greatly, greatly appreciate it. But it is college season, baby. We are going to have a season to some degree. The Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC are all in. We are going to get some football here in the near future, NFL side and college side. But it is time to dive into the college stars of tomorrow. And I'm really Really excited about the players that we're going to talk about because they're players who should smash. They are primed to spaz the hell out in 2020. And some of these players are going to be splash players for the 2021 NFL draft. Some guys that aren't being talked about nearly enough. And I am just enamored with their skill set, with their talent, what they bring to the field. We'll jump into that. All right, the first player that I want to talk about is a fast riser for me. I have him ranked number 10 in the 2021 class at the wide receiver position. He is not getting nearly enough buzz, not nearly enough buzz. And I'm talking about 2-2 Atwell, 5'9", 165-pound wide receiver from Louisville, former three-star prospect in the 2018 class. He was a quarterback (laughs) coming out of high school, quarterback, just sort of athlete, you know, smaller player. There's no wonder why 
he wasn't, you know, as sought after as some of his uh, some of his other counterparts in the 2018 class because he is a little bit smaller and he's put on weight since entering Louisville. But as a freshman, man, he came on the scene, 24 receptions, 406 yards, two touchdowns, averaging 16.9 yards of reception. But last season, last season in 13 games, he spazzed the hell out. He went nuts. Tutu Atwell put on an absolute show. 13 games, 69 receptions, 1,272 yards, 18.4 yards per reception, and 11 touchdowns. He set the school record in 2019 for receiving yards in a season. He's fast. He's fast. He's good. He's talented. And in this new age NFL where it's spread and shred, the defenses can't hit, you can't headhunt, you can't touch them, you can't breathe on them, penalties are called left and right, I am not concerned about his size. Yes, he is small, yet he is very, very productive. He was first in the NCAA with a minimum of 50 targets with 752 yards after the catch. That was more than Devonta Smith, more than Jamar Chase, more than Tamarion Terry, more than Tylen Wallace in his injury-shortened season. He was first, led the NCAA again, minimum of 50 targets with yards after catch, and I want my receivers to do damage after they get the ball in their hands, and Tutu Atwell can absolutely do that. He was third in the NCAA with yards after the catch per reception with 10.7. He was tied for eighth in the NCAA in first down receptions with 50. Jamar Chase led the way with 65. And yards per route run, minimum of 50 targets. He was first in the NCAA with 4.33 yards per route run. That was more than Jamar Chase, but almost almost a full yard. Chase was at 3.52. Devonta Smith, more than Rashad Bateman, Chris Olave, Marquez Stevenson, Tylen Wallace. I mean, he is he was an absolute weapon in the slot because that's what he's going to play at the next level. He's going to be a slot receiver. He was first in NCAA with yards from the slot with 1,083 fourth in yards per route run from the slot with 4.37. He's good. Every analytical threshold that he could hit to show that I am a player, I am a baller, he made it do what it do. Tutu Atwell, I don't care about his size. It has been reported that he is about a 4.27 40-yard dash time runner. He looks fast on tape. He looks, I mean, you give him a you give him an inch. I know we use this quite a bit. We gotta, we gotta stop saying that. Give him an inch and he'll just take it to the house. But Tutu Atwell, that is the epitome of the type of player he is. He's running, you know, his yards per reception period or yards per route run are good. His yards per reception are fantastic. What he does after the catch is fantastic. And the pro comp, it's an easy one. And there are, you know, some people say Deshaun Jackson. Djax was an absolute monster on special teams as well. We haven't seen Tutu do that up to this point in his career. And I doubt that he's going to do it here this junior season. But my pro comparison for him is Marquise Hollywood Brown. That's who he plays like. That's who he reminds me of. And the production that he has this early in his career is better than what Hollywood Brown had in that Oklahoma offense. So if he plays this season and if he if they get a full season out of him, he's going to smash again. And his profile should be, if not better, than Marquise Hollywood Brown. That's the pro comp for him. And I'm not calling him a poor man's Hollywood Brown. I think he might be just as good, if not better, when it's all said and done. 
And there are a lot of people in the fantasy football industry who have Tutu Atwell as a top 50 player in the 2021 NFL class. One of those guys that has been overlooked because of his size, but I am here to keep you ahead of the game and I'm not going to let these players fall through the cracks for you on my watch. Tutu Atwell is an absolute stud, fast riser for me, the 10th ranked wide receiver in the 2021 class. My rankings over there on patreon.com forward slash all gas. Join the squad, check them out, and check out this next player that I want to talk about, Charleston Rambo, the number two receiver for the Oklahoma Sooners last year. Rambo is six foot one, 175 pounds, former four-star recruit, 27th wide receiver in his class of 2018. He was a top 170 player. He was the second leader receiver for the Oklahoma Sooners last year. We all know who the top dog was. It was C.D. Lamb, Dallas Cowboys' newest wide receiver. But Charleston Rambo in 2019, 43 receptions. So he didn't catch the ball a whole bunch. But hell, C.D. Lamb didn't either. Jalen Hurts was running it all day. 743 yards, averaging 17.3 per reception. He was second in the NCAA, minimum of 50 targets with yards per route run out of the slot. Jamar Chase led the way with 5.44. Rambo is the number one wide receiver for the Oklahoma Sooners this year. He's got a good high school pedigree. He was productive as a true sophomore, which is outstanding to have that type of production. Second leading receiver on that team behind the first round pick, that is Lamb. He's the guy. He and Spencer Rattler are going to make beautiful, beautiful music together in Stillwater or in Norman, Oklahoma this season and the Big 12, man, with the with the lack of defenses played, we've already seen what these wide receivers could do, what these quarterbacks can do. And Spencer Rattler is much different than Kyler Murray and his predecessor, Jalen Hurts. He is a pass first quarterback. It's going to be fun to see Lincoln Riley with a pass first quarterback uh, behind the helm again. You know, he has not had that since Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray. Both of them could deliver the ball from the pocket, but both of those guys also ran for over a thousand yards. We are not going to see Spencer Rattler do that in 2019, but in 2020, but what he will do is shred your ass from the pocket. He can throw the ball and Charleston Rambo is going to be the number one receiver. Jaden Hazelwood is out for the season with a torn ACL. We don't know what's going on with Trajan Bridges. Don't know if he's playing defense, if he's sticking on the offensive side of the ball. It's Rambo, and I saw a mock draft with Rambo actually slotted in the first round to the New Orleans Saints a couple weeks back. Now, I don't know. That's kind of ambitious, but I can definitely see him getting second-round draft capital, and if he smashes for Oklahoma this season with the lack of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 you know, being able to play, we can see his draft stock absolutely skyrocket. So Charleston Rambo is a player that I'm very interested in, we should all have on our radars for this 2020 season. Let's move down south and talk about an old miss running back, the true sophomore Jerion Ely, five foot eight, 190 pounds. The freshman came in with an incumbent starter with the senior Scotty Phillips, and he made a he's made his presence felt. You know, five star prospect. He was a top 30 player in the 2019 class. 24-7 Sports has him compared to J.K. Dobbins, the running back of the Baltimore Ravens, verified 4.48 40-yard dash. Listen, Ely is talented, and admittedly, I have him way too low in my 2022 running back rankings, way too low. I have DJ Williams, Kenneth Walker, Tyler Goodson, Noah Kane, Ramon Davis, and Zach Charbonnet. Hell, Trey Sanders ranked above Ely. 
I think that's too low. And that's no disrespect to those players. But what Ely was able to do as a true freshman, 722 rushing yards, six touchdowns. He had 15, he had 12 runs that went 15 plus yards. And of those 12 runs, four of them went 40 or more yards. He is an Uber athlete, was drafted early in the Major League Baseball draft, caught 20 passes for 172 yards. And now he gets Lane Kiffin as his head coach, who knows how to utilize these type of runners that have the ability to run the ball and catch the ball out of the backfield. Ely needs to be much higher. He was second team all SEC and freshman all SEC accolades. He was a freshman All-American. He was the true freshman All-American by 24-7 sports. I mean, he racked up the accolades in a split duty role with Scotty Phillips. And with Phillips out of the way, this is Ely's team. And they're going to be fun. They're going to be a fun team to watch run the ball with Plumbly. And with with Reese Plumley or whatever his damn name is, that running quarterback from Ole Miss and Jerry on Ely, they are going to make uh, problems, uh, make life hell for SEC defenses this upcoming fall. Ely, too low in my rankings. Got to move him up. He's a 2022 eligible guy. Uh, listen, listen, I know there's always fear of these football players who are high MLB draft picks opting out of football at some point in time but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Jerion Ely is going to smash this upcoming season and really start to put, you know, his stamp on where he should be drafted amongst those 2022 guys. You're talking about Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, Eric Gray. Outside of those guys, I really like Raymond Davis too out of Temple, but Jerion Ely could definitely be in that third, fourth, fifth running back category. His size definitely limits his upside at only 5'8", 190 probably looking at a satellite plus running back. But I say that, and Devin Singletary is the starting running back of the Buffalo Bills. So to have that type of production from a true freshman in the SEC, it's egregious for me to have him that low in my ranking. So I will make the adjustment, but I'm letting you guys know he is primed to snap in 2020. All right, I'm kind of cheating here because I'm doing a two for one and I'm talking about two wide receivers from the University of Texas, Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington. Yes, I have talked about these players on this show before. Last summer, big fan of both of these guys, Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington. Jake Smith actually was kind of productive as a true freshman, right? He played in all 13 games. He caught 25 passes, six touchdowns, and he was the team's leading punt returner. Smith, former four-star recruit, top 50 player in the country in last year's recruiting class out of Arizona, Gatorade player of the year. Listen, he is pegged in that starting slot wide receiver role that was occupied by Devin DuVernay last year. It's going to be fun. Sam Ellinger came back. They've got Hudson Card and JQJ. They've got the number one recruit in the 2024 class coming in. So they're going to be plenty of quarterbacks rotating in for the Longhorns that will be able to distribute the ball accurately and effectively to make these wide receivers productive. And Jake Smith is is my first guy up. He and Whittington are definitely going to see snaps together. They will probably rotate. But with Brennan Eagles, Malcolm Epps has moved to the tight end position. I know they got the transfer from Michigan, but Smith is talented. Smith and Whittington both are very very talented. Smith is six foot, 200 pounds. Whittington, 6'1", 209, slimmed down from that 215, 220 weight that he had when he was playing running back. 
and now he is a full-time receiver. And Whittington was even more touted coming out of high school than Jake Smith. He was a five-star prospect, top 35 player in the country. I actually got to see him live during the Texas high school football playoffs a couple of years ago. And he's just ridiculous. I think he scored five or six touchdowns that game. I mean, Whittington, the size, the athleticism, he was going to play a big role last year for the Longhorns, but got hurt, couldn't recover from injury. That's what made Roshan Johnson move from quarterback to running back. But Whittington is locked into a wide receiver role. It's going to be a matter of time before both of those players are on the field playing together. But Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington, if you're in Debbie Startups, Debbie League, C2C, you get these guys. These are both players who are primed and pegged to be NFL draft picks here in the near future for Jake Smith. True sophomore season, he'll be eligible in 2023, as well as Whittington, who took a red shirt last year. But at University of Texas offense with Sam Ellinger, he's going to distribute the ball. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. He's one of the better quarterbacks in college football. Not saying he's one of the better pro potential quarterbacks, but in college football, he's definitely one of the best quarterbacks. Look out for Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington in 2020. Before we get into the last player that's poised to break out on Sundays here in a couple of years, the NFL is back. And with NFL Sunday Ticket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday Ticket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFL Sunday Ticket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Now, the last player that I want to talk about had one of the wildest, the wildest recruiting processes we have ever seen. I, I'm talking about Zach Evans. I am talking about Zachary Evans, the highly touted five-star recruit, 16th overall player in the 2020 class and number two running back right behind B. John Robinson. Evans was actually number one, and then all the foolishness happened and Robinson jumped him, but you know, Zach Evans committed to Georgia. Then he went zero dark 30. Then we didn't know if he was going to play football. He was suspended from the last couple of games at high school in Houston. I lived down there, heard a lot about Zach Evans for quite some time. And then all of a sudden, very quietly, he just signs with TCU. Okay. So goes from Georgia, LSU to TCU, sort of a downgrade. Highest recruit TCU has ever received in Zach Evans. And what has happened over the past couple of days, couple of weeks? Well, the TCU Horn Frogs have lost all their quarterbacks and their returning starter, Max Duggan, who he had spurts last year. He played okay and then he looked horrible at times. But I was actually kind of, he was growing on me definitely for this sophomore season. I was excited to watch Max Duggan's progression, but it's not looking like he's going to play. He was diagnosed with a heart condition, according to his father, and he's probably going to miss this season. So first and foremost, prayers to Max Duggan. We hope he gets better. Hope he heals up and is able to continue to play safely. But they are going to roll out a walk-on quarterback. Matthew Downing was not ranked. Uh, he's a walk-on. There's a reason why he's a walk-on. There's a reason why he's not ranked. But they're down to him, who Gary Patterson is saying all the right things, that he looks good, he's got the swagger. I call bullshit. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that he's going to be better than Max Duggan. And I think that Zach Evans as a true freshman, is in line to absolutely crush 
for the Horn Frogs. They lost Jalen Rager. They lost their top receiver. They lost their top quarterback. And they've got the highest recruit that they ever had. Zach Evans, 5'11", 200 pounds, verified 40-yard dash of a 4.5, short shuttle, 3.84, 37-inch vertical jump, absolute athletic marvel. 24-7 Sports has him comp to Melvin Gordon. Evans is about to get the ball. Watch TCU do something stupid where week one he gets a couple of carries, doesn't see the full workload, and then all of a sudden, like, okay, let's let's stop playing around and give this kid the ball. He's the highest recruit we've ever had. Zach Evans is going to crush it in the Big 12, and I cannot wait to watch it. He is super talented. His start-stop ability, man, is just it's insane. He has all the makings of a high NFL draft pick, and you can see it from the high school tape. And the production, the numbers that he's going to put up in the Big 12, it almost kind of worked out in his favor for him to be there. If he breaks out for over a thousand yards as a true freshman, he's going to do it as a sophomore. He's going to do it even more as a junior, uh, you know, health withstanding. He's looking like he is primed to be when you're talking about the group of uh, 2023 running backs, which is also a very talented running back class. I think even more talented than the 2022 class when you're talking about Bijan Robinson and, and Jamar Gibbs and Tank Bigsby and Kendall Milton and Jace McClellan, Demarcus Bowman, Daniel Nada, Roydell Williams, Blake Corm, EJ Smith, Trey Bradford, Don Chaney, Jalen Knight, and the class is deep. And I didn't even mention Marshawn Lloyd, who unfortunately tore his ACL last week. Damn, that sucks. Prayers out to Marshawn Lloyd. Hope he comes back well. But man, that 2023 crop of running backs is, is looking really good. And Zach Evans, I have him ranked 38th overall in Debbie right now as a true freshman. 38th overall, not in the 2023 class. I have him ranked higher than Trey Sanders, Zach Charbonnet, Kylan Hill, Trey Sermon, Chris Olave, Rakeem Boyd, Tyler Goodson, Max Borgie. Yes, that's how talented he is. He's going to have an opportunity to show it as a freshman, and I'm looking forward to watching Zach Evans ball out in 2020. So my five slash six Players primed to spaz out in 2020. Tutu Atwell, wide receiver, Louisville, 2021 eligible. Charleston Rambo, wide receiver, Oklahoma, 2021 eligible. Jerion Ely, running back, Ole Miss, 2022 draft eligible. Jake Smith and Jordan Whittington, both of those guys are 2022 draft eligible wide receivers from the University of Texas. And Zach Evans, the running back from TCU. Hope you enjoyed this episode talking college. We're getting the season. NFL is looking good. It's exciting. I'm glad that you joined me. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. Hustle, motivate, strive for greatness. I'm rambling, man. Drop the music.